Welcome to Making Your Mark with God with your host, Sapphire Berry, where you'll find encouragement from the scriptures and discover how to run the race marked out for you. Now, here's Sapphire. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Sapphire with Milk and Honey Ministries. And are you running the race marked out for you? I hope you've gotten a copy of my book. I am still teaching from my book. We are in chapter three today, dealing with the subtitle, What's Your Process? And I'm going to read a certain excerpt from my book today. Life is like a threshing floor or a big granary where you have wheat, rye, bread, corn, barley, cumin, dill, and chaff. Who are you in the granary of life? Are you cumin? Are you dill? Are you bread, corn, or bread, flour? Are you barley? Or are you right? Because whoever you are and whatever the purpose is for whoever you are will determine the process you go through to develop and refine you. Our character, like gold, must be refined in the fire. Integrity has to be birth. And it is a process. Isaiah 28 Starting in the 27th verse says, For the deal are not threshed with a threshing instrument, neither is a cart will turned about upon the cumin, but the deal are beaten out with a staff, and the cumin would rot. Bread corn is bruised because he will not ever be threshing it, nor break it with the wheel of his cart nor bruise it with his horsemen. This also cometh forth from the Lord of hosts, which is wonderful in counsel and excellent in working. You with me here? (laughs) There is a process you must undergo no matter who you are, and you cannot operate at that higher consciousness level before the process is complete. Also, there is a timeline relative to the process. The process of cumin may be completed before the process of wheat, and you cannot look over at cumin and become frustrated because you are still being worked. I know that I am. I'm wheat. I'm still being worked. If you don't faint in the process, the process will define what you are made of and will take you to the other side. That's why the children of Israel died in the wilderness. They could not handle the process. They fainted in the process under the pressure. And Proverbs 24.10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And believe me, I am not speaking from a condescending place. I've got to live by these same principles. It goes through me first and I'm working on me. I am doing my best. I am purposing to go through my process to grow up and be mature where God can use me, where I want to be bred. Hello. 
God is a God of order, and there are principles involved here. Joseph was 30 years old when he stepped into his dream, and he was 17 years old when he had the dream, which means it was 13 years that he went through the process before he stepped into his position, his fulfilled dream. Psalms 105.19 says, until his time came, talking about Joseph now, the word of the Lord tried him. This is the King James version, meaning proved him, refined him, tested him, see, processed him, got him ready to walk into his assignment. And the Passion Bible says, God's promise to Joseph purged his character until it was time for his dream to come true. And the Amplified says, until the time that his word came true, the word of the Lord tested and refined him. See, God processed him, defined him, got the chaff off of him and out of him. Now, how easily could you have handled this situation? Would you have any resentment for your brothers? <laughs> Would you have had any resentment for your brothers or sisters for that matter if this was your plate, if this was the plate that was dished out to you in life? Would you have made them pay? Not some little challenge either, but really pay. Where they dropped me in a pit, dropped me in a well, then sold me to a traveling merchant who in turn sold me to Potiphar, which wasn't so bad being in Potiphar's house until his wife lied and accused him of rape. And from there, he went to prison. Come on now. What would your feelings be when you met up with those goody-goody brothers of yours or sisters again, for that matter? See, God had processed him. He could handle it. He saw the good in it, the plan and hand of God in it as preparation for the future. That's why I say, who are you in the process? Do you get frustrated and throw the Bible in the corner and say, this stuff doesn't work? Or do you blow up and use those four-letter words? Or are you patient through it? What about seasons of rejection? Because God wants to see who you are, you know, and how you're going to handle rejection because you know you're going to experience some rejection. Everybody's not going to like you. You're dealing with people. We're talking about people here. And how will you handle it? Will the fruit of the Spirit be manifested in your life? Where long-suffering, meaning willing to suffer long for your assignment, for your goal, for your journey, and Throughout that whole time, walking in love, gentle, holding on to your faith in spite of how crazy it may look. Or will you just simply tune folks out? Come on now, because all of this is part of it. This is real talk here. And, I, and I'm talking to myself, too. Believe me, I'm dealing with me. I am 
Like I said, I am working on me. See, the question is, are you bred yet? Am I bred yet? Who are you in the granary of life? Wheat, cumin, bread corn, bread flour, rye, barley, dill, or are you the chaff? meaning the throwaway. Chaff is what is blown away in the process of separating the grain. The process purifies uh, us and brings forth the best in us. Amen? And let's look at Moses here for a second, because whoever you are in your journey, your process is preparing you. Like Deal is beaten with a staff and cumin is beaten with a rod because some of us on our journey, we have to be tough so we can handle the pressure. Hear me now. In spite of how great Moses was, do you not know how challenging his assignment must have been? How challenging his journey was. Number one, he had to deal with Pharaoh with his egotistical, prideful, controlling, hard-hearted self. Then, number two, he had to deal with two million people. Moses led two million people out of Egypt. Hello? And people who had been enslaved, not just physically, but mentally also. And all of this had to be undone or for them to be reprogrammed. Come on now. How many of you know we are challenged in our families of two, of five, my husband, me, and my three kids, and we are worked over. And we're talking about two million People, my God, in the natural, I don't know how he did it. I know God was with him, but hallelujah, because that had to be such a a feat, you know, such a, a job. In the end, the pressure had gotten to him because when the time came for Moses to speak to the rock, he struck the rock, excuse me, struck the rock out of frustration for it to yield water. He was frustrated with the people because they had worn him out. Bottom line, after all the good Moses did, at the end, he was not able to go into the promised land. And and here, I have a word of wisdom. Don't let the journey take you out of your character. Don't let it twist you so out of shape that you lose yourself. Remember now, in the process, that's our training time. That's our teaching time. God is proving us. He's preparing us for the journey. Embrace your process. Because the bottom line is that we want victory in the end. We want to win. All of the hell some of us go through here on earth, you do not want to get to heaven and not hear. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I want to finish my course. Oh, my God. Bless God here, saints. 
Let's think about this. You know what I'm saying? Giving thought to this. I hope that you have heard something that encourages you, that lifts you, that gives you some juice to run on as you are running the race that's marked out for you. My whole thesis is dealing with who are you? And especially when your back is against the wall, what will you resort to? I've got to deal with these same issues because I'm in the race and I want to win. I'm not just in the race. I want to win while I'm in the race. I don't want it to all be for naught. I want to win. I don't want to go to heaven. Shame. Where, because hear me now, heaven is where we're going to spend eternity. See, I want to finish my course here. That's why God dropped us down in the earth realm, because we have an assignment. There's something we're supposed to complete, and I want to complete that. I do not want to go with unfinished work. I don't want to do it. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. The Lord love you and bless you. As I stated, I hope that something was said to inspire you, to provoke you, to really think about like your life and who you are, you know, and what you're doing and your preparation. And I am still going to ask you to get a copy of my book that you can pick up at Amazon, that you can go to www.runtheracemarkedoutforyou, that you can go to www.makingyourmarkwithgod.com, that you can go to Milk and Small and Honey Ministries at gmail.com. I promise, I promise it will bless you. I promise it's going to bless you. It's going to keep you focused on you, dealing with you, making you a better you. I've had someone tell me uh, I was on the plane reading your book. And the thing is, is that when she got off the plane, she called me and ordered 10 copies, 10. She said, I couldn't put it down. I could not put it down. Because it's a powerful, quick 45-minute read. And as I stated, I promise it'll bless you. Amen. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon you in Jesus' name. I love you now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Making Your Mark with God. To catch all our past episodes, visit makingyourmarkwithgod.com.